my name is Aya and today I'll be speaking with Tracy and Jorge. So just to get us started, could you tell us a little bit about the kind of art that you both do? Well, we create um, custom home decor and furnishings. That's basically what it is. Is uh, we started, I started all this situation when, when I came to United States uh, almost 20 years ago. And um, even though I started as a busboy, I didn't speak the, the language at the time, but I was helping people doing like a small like uh, construction jobs. And there was a person who introduced me to the little home decor and stuff like that. And I got really interested on it. Um, but it, it came from like a long ago when I was 16 years old, but this guy introduced me to the, the, the American way kind of, I will say. And so, and so we create a lot of things from um, live edge wood, yeah, reclaimed wood, reclaimed things like wood, that. Yes, that's, that's, what, that's what it was. Okay, very cool. Um, so how did you both find each other or start your project together? Well, we, uh, that's a long. <laughs> Let's uh, see, how do we shorten this? Um, so we've been together for seven years mm -hmm. and um, I've always been a creative person. He's always, always been a creative person. And the more we got to know each other, the more we knew that we were sort of along the same type of path. Yes. He, I had a lot of visions and ideas and he was so perfect at bringing all of my ideas to life. Mm -hmm. um, and then I gradually, he gradually taught me how to use all of the tools and mm -hmm. how, to, how to start doing things on my own too. So um, that's kind of how it evolved. That's like the quick short story yeah, of it. Yeah, we, we were doing things for our house. Right. You know, we wanted, she wanted to buy a coffee table and we went, they were so expensive and nothing that we really, I mean, there was, there were things that, that this could be the piece, but we were really, we weren't really happy. So one day I said, I can make you a coffee table. And then, so she said, oh, it will be great if you can use this and blah, blah. And I said, yeah, I can try to do that. So she gave me the idea and I just put it together and that's how. That's how it all is done. Right. And then when people would visit the house, they would see all these different things that we've made. And, and it began like, oh, wow, well, could you make that for us? Mm -hmm. And then when COVID happened, we both lost our jobs. So we thought, what a great opportunity this is to take something that we absolutely love and turn it into something exactly. that can help pay our bills. <laughs> yes. So Jorge, you said you started working with these materials at 16. And Tracy, you said you're more, is it correct to say that you were more interested in design or? I was, I've always been more of a designer, okay. the idea person. Yes. I, I would, I would be hands-on, but I would need, you know, guidance or assistance at times. Now, it, now it's totally different, but. When I was 16, I used to, I'm from Peru and a couple of blocks from my house, there was this guy who used to make furniture. And I used to go, I mean, he didn't taught me anything. I was going just, just to see. And when I came to United States, I said, oh, when I will retire, I'm gonna start doing this as a, 
like uh, extra money, you know. And but as she said, like uh, when COVID happened, I lost my job. She lost her job, so we decided just to go 100% on it. And then make it a dream, our dream a reality. Yeah. And I'm curious, like, what kind of style or what what makes your your work like especially your own? Well, we have our style is more like um, how you call it, like a barn. No, like um, it's rustic. Rustic. That's our style. Mm-hmm. But because we live in uh, Westerly, we met a lot of people that they said, "Oh, can you do this like a beachy kind of style?" And then we started to uh, do research, how to do it, how to achieve those things. And, you know, I started to um, using products that we have never used and, and now materials, materials and, and all that stuff. So um, I, can, I can say we have any style that the customer wants. Mm-hmm. I, I would add also um, one of our sort of messages to people who are interested in us is we, we don't just um, buy materials to create a project. We shop around, as I said, for um, we use reclaimed woods, but mostly um, live edge pieces. And so when we see a piece, when we're shopping around with our wood guy, um, and we see some of the trees that he has, we say, oh my gosh, that would make a beautiful this, or oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that would be beautiful yeah. as this. Um, so we get a lot of inspiration from the materials mm-hmm. and certainly whatever a client is interested in, yes. we wanna make sure that we're providing what they want, but we also want to shop for the, the perfect piece that actually says, what they want it to be exactly yes i don't know if i articulated that correctly but you know we let the 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 materials speak to us Mm -hmm. in our creative process yeah so where exactly do you go to look at and to select the wood that you use we have a local gentleman who has uh, multiple businesses one of the things that he does is he um he will remove down trees from storms and things like that and do storm cleanup um or if um the trees fall from age or whatnot he is the man they call to come and slab it up or cut it up and take it away Mm -hmm. so we we generally just get our materials from him he's our our sole source right now another thing that makes our products unique is we can say that our wood was not harvested but it it was it's now being repurposed uh-huh. and it's either from, you know, somewhere here local in Rhode Island or on the border in Connecticut. Yes. So, so we also use locally sourced materials. Sometimes when we do shows and people said, oh, I have this kind of tree in the backyard that it was already cut off or Mark cut fell. down. And then, so we call our guy because we don't have the uh, machinery to do this lab. So we basically give him the tip and then he will go get the tree. And sometimes he give us uh, some of that for free, I will say. And then once you get that wood, where, like, what does your workspace look like where you, where you put all your materials? <laughs> <laughs> right now, Right now, because of our situation, we have 
uh, we first of all we rent. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a two bay garage. Basically, that's our workshop. The two bay garage. We we had a brand new car that we got rid of it because we didn't have the space. Um, yeah, and we lost the job. So basically, the cars stay stay out, and we use the backyard when we have to sand and stuff, and when we have to do cuttings or stuff that will be in the uh, garage. Yeah. So all of our tools and equipment are housed in our garage. We also have a small um, a small work trailer that houses a lot of um, our, our equipment too. So we do most of the work down in the garage, out in the yard, and I do all of my painting up in my dining room. Yes. <laughs> so we utilize the whole house. Okay. So do you usually work together at the same time or will you work at separate periods during the day? No, no most of the time we work together. We love share yeah. our time together mm -hmm. yep and sometimes we've had to in order to meet a deadline we've had to stay up all night and you yes. know pull an all-nighter in the garage and it's it's fun you know mm -hmm. it makes us happy because exactly. we, we want to put our all into what we're doing and and make sure that whoever receives what we give them has all the love that we wanted to put into it yes would you say that you have a specific favorite part of the process or just all of it? My favorite, my favorite part, he can answer in a second, <laughs> but my favorite part is when we get to go to check out all of the wood that Wayne has. And I love the smell. I love the way it feels when I'm there. You know, it's just, it's a really cool experience. And as I said, I look and see whatever speaks to me. I say, okay, honey, I think that one's going to be this and this and what do you think of that? And so that's my favorite part is the selection of the materials. My favorite part is the finished product when everything is uh, finished, shellac or polyurethane. And then I guess uh, our favorite thing is the faces, the people when they see the stuff and they say, oh my God, this is so beautiful. That's, uh, that's the part that- That's the most rewarding yeah, part. That's the part mm -hmm. that Yes, exactly. That's what it is. And I, I know that this is like a fairly recent pursuit that you've embarked on, but have there been any kind of obstacles um, that stand out to you as you've been um, kind of changing directions and pursuing this fully? In my opinion, the obstacles are time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think time is our only obstacle. It's just the two of us and it took off faster than we had anticipated. Yes. So we find ourselves struggling for time <laughs> to meet the need or the, the desire. Does every project usually take the same amount of time or does it really vary depending on what you're making and the person, the client? No, yeah, it depends on uh, the project. Yeah, there's know? a lot of factors depending yes. on the materials, the mm -hmm the size, the, you know, the specifications. When it's life edge, life edge is, is easy because we have the vision, you know, we can cut, we can buy a, like an eight footer board, but we know exactly where to cut it, where that specific, I don't know that the magic on the charcuterie boards and the candle holders. So it's just a matter of where to cut it, just send it out and finish it. That's the, that's the easiest. But then when people ask for like, uh, we also do like 
trays made out of um, reclaimed wood. That is a longer process. We have to cut the wood. Uh, we have to finish it, seal it, make sure that the wood that we, we are using is completely dry. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a longer process. And then she paints them and then I do the shellac on her, uh, okay. the finishing. The, and I'm curious if there's anything in particular in particular that you would say inspires your art or if there's an ultimate goal for your art that you want it to be or to mean um, to those who buy or use your, your products. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to say for me, um, whatever the, whatever the client or customer or, or whoever is, you know, um, curating the, the piece, whatever they want and whatever makes them happy is what's going to ultimately make me happy. Um, I don't have any personal, I'm not going to like force my design ideas mm -hmm. or, um, you know, force anything. I want all of that to come from the person who's going to own the piece because I want it to be special for them. We no are two pieces that we do are, are alike mm -hmm. and no two pieces mean the same thing to anybody you exactly. know so and we are also we are also creating a little bit of history you know like by somebody buying a either a charcuterie board or like a candle holder is the friends the kids the family that is going to come to the house and see it it's just it's going to be who knows hopefully it's going to pass on into the grandkids and so we're gonna be kind of like a carry on, you know? So I, th I think the only theme I would say is that um, uniqueness, mm -hmm. you know, no, just uniqueness. Yeah, that's our thing. Our thing is to be unique. Mm -hmm. I love that. And yeah, and provide a unique experience for, for our clients. And um, it looks like we're coming to the end of our interview, but before we sign off, I just wanna ask if there's anything that you would like to share or that you think is important for listeners to know? Oh my goodness, I We need to become rich. So come on, call, <laughs> call by ourselves. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure people will regardless. I, no, and, that, no. and that's, that's just a joke. It's certainly yeah. not the ultimate goal, but um, I, I will say one thing. Um, about five months ago, our son-in-law had posted something on Facebook about goals achieving goals and the need to, yeah. that you should be setting them and giving them, you know, your full attention if you have them. And it, it got me thinking about what our goals are. And I think we're well on our way to starting yeah. to achieve that goal, which is our goal would be to become a household name and, you know, for people to, to look for us and, and want to enjoy our unique style. Yeah, I think mine will be people remember us, mm -hmm. remembering us, like mm -hmm. just to, ourselves to be carrying on. You know? I think that's what it is. Well, thank you so much for coming <laughs> and speaking with me today. Um, I feel really lucky to have gotten to learn so much more about your 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 work. So I really appreciate you taking the time to zoom in.